Hello, I'm Tommy Peeler, and this is our podcast, Carefully Examining the Text. How does Psalm 1 describe the blessed man? We'll cover that in just a moment. What better way to carefully examine the text together than to begin by reading the text? Listen to the words of Psalm 1. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But he delights in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree planted by the water. It brings forth its leaf in season. Its leaf does not wither, and in whatever he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but they are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the ungodly, the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. You notice in verses 1 through 3 that there is a description of the blessed man. Then, in verses 4 and 5, there is a description of the wicked man. In verse 6, we have a description of both the righteous and the wicked. The Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Psalm 1 was chosen as an introduction to all of the Psalms. While many of the Psalms record people pouring out their heart to God, this Psalm is more of a teaching Psalm. It has been characterized or classified as a wisdom Psalm or as a Torah Psalm. Because the word Torah is used to translate, is the, is the Hebrew word translated law twice in verse 2. Some recurring themes in this psalm, in this psalm, you notice the mention of the wicked in verse 1, in verse 4, in verse 5, and in verse 6. You notice the mention of sinners in verse 1 and in verse 5. And you notice the mention of the righteous in, the verse, in verses 5 and 6. One of the things that is characteristic of wisdom psalms is wisdom psalms make a distinction between the righteous and the wicked. And as I stated before, it's no accident that this psalm ends up introducing this beautiful book. Because this psalm reminds us as we begin, we must make up our mind as to whose side we are on. Are we going to submit to God, to surrender to His will and be wise, or are we going to disregard it and be the wicked man? Verses 1 through 3 describe the blessed man, and it describes him first in verse 1 negatively. There are three things the blessed man is said not to do. He does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. He does not stand in the path of sinners. And he does not sit in the seat of scoffers. Now, those phrases are largely parallel. To walk in the counsel of the wicked is to stand in the path of sinners and to sit in the seat of scoffers. 
But there is also an intensification in these lines. Robert Alter wrote that he believed in about two-thirds of the lines that are viewed as parallel, there's an intensification in the second line. What you see here in Psalm 1 is first we are told that we are blessed if we do not walk, if we do not walk in the counsel of the wicked. But you notice that the person is becoming more and more comfortable in the company of the wicked. First, he is walking with them. Second, he is standing with them. And third, he is sitting with them. The term scoffers is used only here in the book of Psalms. And this word may be the strongest word for an unbeliever. So there may be an intensification involved. And the blessed man doesn't do any of these things. He is not guided by the wicked, by the sinners, by the scoffers. His affection and attention is somewhere else. By the way, some have looked at the biblical example of Lot as an illustration of this. In Genesis 13, verse 12, Lot pitched his tent toward Sodom. In Genesis 14, verse 12 and 13, he was living in Sodom. And in Genesis 19, verse 1, he was sitting in the gate of Sodom, indicating perhaps that he was in some type of leadership position in the city. Lot was first near the city, then he settled in the city, and then he is comfortable among the leaders of the city. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor in the seat of scoffers, in contrast to this, and verse 2 at the first of the verse expresses a very strong contrast. In contrast to this picture of the wicked man in verse 1, the Bible says in verse 2, His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Verse 1 describes the righteous man by what he does not do. Verse 2 describes the righteous man by what he does, by what he does, by what he delights in. Notice he doesn't simply study the law of the Lord day and night, but he delights in the law of the Lord. The law of the Lord is not a burden to him. The law of the Lord is a joy to him. The first time that I was separated from my wife, extensively. I was on a preaching trip in Russia in the early 90s. Somehow, in the midst of their flawed postal system, my wife got a letter to me at the end of my month there. In reading that letter, it sounded like we were newly married instead of being married 10 years already. And I felt the same way in reading it. When I got that letter from my wife, I didn't just read it once and put it aside. I delighted in that letter. I rejoiced in that letter. I read and reread it and hung on every word because that letter was from someone I loved 
and that love me. That's the same way it is with Scripture. The blessed man doesn't walk, doesn't sit, doesn't stand with the wicked, but he delights in God's law and he meditates on that law day and night. Psalm 119 verse 97 tells us that God's word is my meditation all the day. Truly, there is nothing deeper, nothing richer, nothing more beautiful that we can meditate upon than his law and his revelation. The blessed man isn't influenced by the ungodly. He isn't turned in the way of the wicked and scoffers. Instead, he delights in God's law and meditates on it continually. And verse 3 tells us that the man like this will be like a tree planted by the waters. This uses simile, as all good poetry does. He will be as a tree, like a tree that is planted by the waters. Now, a tree that is planted by the waters that has a constant source of nourishment and enrichment, this tree will yield much fruit, as this tree does in Psalm 1 and verse 3. The Bible tells us that it will yield fruit and its leaf will not wither. Jeremiah 17 verses 5 through 8 are worthy of reading and comparing to Psalm 1 verse 3. And there again, the one who trusts in the Lord is like a fruitful tree, but the one who doesn't is like a bush in a dry and arid land. The Bible says the blessed man who avoids the way of sinners and who walks in the way of the Lord and delights in his law, that this man will be like a tree planted by the water. But just as we saw a strong contrast in verse 2, we see a strong contrast in verse 4. In contrast to the beautiful picture of the righteous given in verses 1 through 3, we have the picture of the wicked in verses 4 and 5. The wicked are not so, but they are like the chaff which the wind drives away. The righteous is like a tree planted by the water which yields its fruit and whose leaf doesn't wither, but the wicked are like the chaff that the wind blows away, it drives away, and they will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Verse 5 may indicate in important places of society, in places of influence, the wicked will not stand. It may not be talking about final judgment, Though I would suggest ultimately this psalm will have its greatest fulfillment in a final judgment. As before that judgment seat of God, the wicked will not stand and sinners will not inhabit the assembly of the righteous. Verse 6 contrasts the righteous with the wicked. The Bible says the Lord knows the way of the righteous. 
but the way of the ungodly will perish. There's a strong contrast here. The word for no is an intimate word. It sometimes is used to refer to a to a husband-wife relationship. Adam knew his wife Eve in Genesis 4.1. Or Cain knew his wife in Genesis 4 and verse 17. The word no refers to intimate knowledge, an intimate relationship. And here it signifies God's approval and God's establishment with strength and and ability to make it along the way. The Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly will perish. Verse 1, chapter 1, verse 6, is an example of what we would call as antithetical parallelism. You state the same thing by stating the two opposites. On one side, the Lord knows the way of the righteous. The next verse, the next line, makes the same point, but it makes the same point by emphasizing the other side of the coin. The way of the wicked will perish. Our Lord willing, next time, we want to look at Psalm 2 and we'll find out that there are all kinds of connections between Psalm 1 and Psalm 2. For example, as Psalm 1 opens with a statement about the blessed man, Psalm 2 closes with a statement like that. In Psalm 2.12, how blessed are all who take refuge in God. In Psalm 2.1, while the nations plot rebellion against God, in Psalm 1 verse 2, the righteous man meditates on God's Word. The word meditates in Psalm 1 verse 2 and the word devising in Psalm 2 1 is from the same Hebrew word. The wicked are using their mental energies to plot rebellion against God, but the righteous are using theirs to meditate on God's Word. And Justice 1.6 tells us the way of the wicked will perish. So chapter 2 verse 12 warns all to submit to the Son or they too will perish in the way. Let's read these words again. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked nor stand in the path of sinners nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, and in whatever he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but they are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Have I been talking about you today? Are you the blessed man or the blessed woman who delights in God's law? May the Lord bless you.